Just a heads up, I'm a bit zonked because of course I am. I love that for you. It's been uh it's been a hell of a week. I believe it. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. But you know what? Huh. I'm actually kind of excited for uh this week's news segment. What's new <gasps> we have a new segment? News. Oh, news segment. I got so excited. I was like, give me that news <laughs> give me a good good news segment. I was so ready. Okay. I'm glad you're excited about the news, since that's probably the first time in a while that that has happened. You know why I'm excited? Why? Because I've worked out perfect transitions between the stories. <gasps> this is thrilling. The stories themselves are kind of depressing, but <laughs> the transitions, the transitions I've worked out are masterful. This is so good. It's so good. God damn it. Our, our Uber Eats driver... Just let us know that the the local McDonald's is playing the fuck out of him, and he's been waiting for twenty minutes and it's still not ready. And I'm like, well, it's okay, Jason. It is what it is because that McDonald's always does it. Uh, I don't think that food's gonna be here for an hour. <laughs> not probably not. Yeah. We had a uh, pizza delivered tonight because mm. neither of us felt like cooking. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he just got it. Good for him. Oh, good. Glad Shiloh will not starve. Exactly. Well, it's good that your significant other not starve. Yeah. You don't want to have it be, end up being a Donner Party situation where Shiloh comes in and devours you. Not in the middle of podcast. Oh, oh, oh it, good. I'm glad that Shiloh would wait. Well, I, I, th- I think they'd wait. I, I think they would give you the courtesy of waiting till after podcast was over. See, and that's why I like them. Yeah. They wouldn't let me, like, graduate or anything. Like, it, it would still be by the end of the night, but, you know... <laughs> Oh, goodness. You have to put an addendum at the beginning of this episode, like, this was the last podcast episode Stevie ever recorded because the goddamn fucking Uber Eats driver drove too slow. (laughs) In memoriam, people we've lost this year, Stevie B. Then, like, piano music plays, and there's, like, a montage of, like, all these pictures of you. Like, you'd think it's going to be a long-ass list, but it's just me and the piano keeps playing. <laughs> yep. Like, for 20 minutes. Like, a, like a real long one. <laughs> like, that moment at the Tonys where they always pause and reflect on the stars that died that year. It's just me at the Tonys this go-round, boys. And on that note... It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings... Uh, one of whom is at risk of cannibalism, the other of whom is doing just fine. Just. Fine. Hmm. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. And I'm Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns, and I would like to note that I'm not at risk of cannibalism. I'm at risk of being cannibalized. I will not be turning to cannibalism in this scenario. However, I will perish at the hands of a cannibal. I would like to set the record straight, just sort of... No, you're right. I, I worded that a little bit vaguely. What's the... It, it, posthumously? What's... Presthumously? <clears throat> no, posthumously is after you're dead. I know, but what if it's before I'm dead? Just sort of in advance before I die would like to clear the record. Presthumously. I, I don't think that's a word. Shut up. <laughs> Actually, what would the word be? Maybe just Both. humously. Oh, I don't like that. That sounds gross. Look, you're the one throwing around all your humusness. My bad. God damn. Mikey gets like 1% zonked and starts bringing all the really hostile energy. One of us has to be really hostile in every episode. I haven't had Red Bull today, so it's not me. So. 
Yeah, so obviously I'm going to be a little bit hostile. I'm sorry about that. I don't, I don't mean to come off as hostile. No, it's really funny. Because if, <laughs> if, if there's anything that I think that we can both recognize, it's the fact that there are plenty of hostile things enough in the world as it is. Is this a segue? Speaking of which, okay. the news. <laughs> you know, I didn't plan that segue immediately. It just kind of came to me just now. <laughs> I'm well kind of done. proud of that one. Well done. <laughs> Our first headline. Appeals court in re- blah, 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 blah. Wow, it'd be nice if I could actually speak. Let's try that again. Beans court. <laughs> beans court. It like you said beans court. Well, I didn't say beans court. Tell me what's happening what I... in beans court. <laughs> All right, fine. Appeals court reinstates Florida ban on school mask mandates, delivering a big win for DeSantis. How could the Bean Court do this to us? How could the Bean Court do this to us? Governor Ron DeSantis won a temporary legal victory on Friday after an appeals court reinstated the state's ban on school mask mandates and raised serious doubts about parents winning any lawsuit against his administration. He really wants to kill these kids. Like, he, he really, really wants, to, wants to kill them kids. Oh my god. Yeah. So That's basically rough. what this what this has done, kind of going to paraphrase here a little bit, uh, it made it to where his administration could go back to punishing the school districts that have, were requiring uh, students to all wear masks without allowing their parents to have some kind of religious exemption if they wanted it. Which is such bullshit, because everyone knows religion has nothing to do with it. It's just that y'all are equating religion and politics... It's such bullshit. You can't say I have a religious... You mean you have a political preference. That's not the same thing. Fucking fundies. I'm tired of this shit. Also, there's absolutely nothing in the Bible about masks. Literally nothing. nothing. And and everyone knows that. They're not even pretending there is. Like, it's just that, like, religion and politics are, like, so heavily equated on that side of the spectrum. Like, oh my god. It's so... mm, It's fucking brain dead. It's so frustrating to engage with. It is actually really frustrating to engage with but unfortunately that's kind of what we're uh what we're stuck engaging mm-hmm. with wow that was terrible <laughs> and i'm not going to keep that one i'm going to come up with something better hold on give me a second micah joke is buffering buffering <laughs> buffering you're not helping you're not helping me in the least right now if anything i'd say you're being a hindrance don't you dare buffering <laughs> Oh, goodness. I'm not going to come up with a better better joke than what I did, because you've completely derailed me. Uh, I'm going to tear of, this podcast down one joke at a time. I think I messed up your segue just now. I said I would do it. Uh, you you did say that you would do it, and you have, you have ruined the segue that I had planned. However, mm. I must unfortunately continue to deal with having you in my life. Much like the police. <laughs> That's not good. Okay, what have the police done? Well, Honolulu Police Department is firing officers who refuse to be vaccinated. Good. One of whom was fired was told he had 24, had 24 years on the force, was told to turn in his badge and gun. Local news reports that there are 18 officers who may be fired because they refuse to be vaccinated. I'm not going to say that's a problem. Yeah. Like... There are plenty of people who are probably going to say it is, but, like, make them do one thing right. They can't do anything else right. Hold them to one thing. Like, fucking A. <sighs> Pretty much. 
Oh, how so, surprising. Our our state-sponsored militia wants to kill more people than usual. Like, fuck off. And now they're, uh... And now those 18 officers are, uh... Without work. Good. Speaking of pe- Speaking of people who are now without work... Oh. And speaking of cops... Oh. Missouri City Police Chief unexpectedly resigns along with every single officer. Bullshit. Okay, I want to point out that this headline is hyperbolic. Uh-huh. Because, number one... It just this is from every Fo- single officer. <laughs> this is from Fox News. Okay. And while technically it is true, it was every single officer... Mm-hmm. Stevie, I want you to take a stab as to how many people we're talking about here. How many cops quit? 50. Less. 30? Less. 20? Stevie, you're terrible at this. Less. 5. You know what? I'll give it to you. The police chief resigned. The sergeant resigned. There was only one. And all three officers resigned. <laughs> that Every was the department. single officer abandoned their post. It was five people. It was, it was five people. It was five people. God, that's so fucking funny. A Missouri police chief and all of his officers, again, that hyperbole, tendered their resignations, citing reasons from the pay rate to not having the proper tools to do the job. Oh, my God. Now, if you go down a little bit further in the article, it lists the actual reasons they gave. Okay. And those actual reasons are uh, there was no police clerk to assist the department. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, they didn't like the pay rate. Okay. There was a lack of uh, new opportunities within the department. Like no upward We're, mobility? Of course there isn't. You have a police chief, you have, a sergeant. You have one officers. layer. You can't have a pyramid if there's only one layer. Oh my god, okay. Yeah, which, uh, okay, fine. But uh, the reason that I love the best given, mm. not having qualified officers in the department. They said, you know what, every single one of you fucking sucks, and you all suck so bad that I'm leaving. And like, you know what, no, you suck so bad that I'm leaving. And they all just got in a big fight, and they insulted each other's cop work or whatever, and they all left. That's so fucking funny. Yep. They said, we're all bad at our jobs, we finally come to grips with that, we have to leave. (laughs) Oh no. There's only five of them. So, like, yeah. I'm assuming that everyone who resigned is like, I'm the one good officer here, and just got tired Probably. of everyone else. <laughs> Probably. But for every officer who thinks he's the best one there, there are four other people in the group saying he sucks. Oh, no. Talk about a vote of no confidence from your peers. Yeah, no kidding. Good God. Well, fucking so, uh, good luck, Charlie, I guess. Did they ring the doorbell? Is that the Uber Eats man? We might be in luck. You might not get cannibalized. I might not get cannibalized after all. And speaking of not getting cannibalized, this has been the news. That one didn't line up. That one totally lined up. That was a great segue. I I don't have the energy to argue that with you, but it definitely did. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Were Were you devoured during the news segment? I was not. And I did say, speaking of not being devoured. That's true. That is loosely the thinnest thread. The thinnest thread of relation. You know what? Um, It's better than no thread. Is it? Well, okay. I suppose. (laughs) Have you watched Wife Swap? No. No. Everyone is crazy 
for Wife Swap, and I am not the person to be talking about it because I haven't seen very much of it. If any, I think it's on Hulu now, and so everybody is talking about it on Yik Yak, on Twitter, on TikTok. Everyone's crazy about Wife Swap, and it's very polarizing. Shush, because it was very low rated in IMDb, (laughs) and everyone's going crazy for it. And it generally ends up being a lot of turmoil because the producers intentionally put people with opposite uh, identities and points of view in the same house. For instance, they put uh, they swapped the wives of a of a uh, family of hunters and a vegan family. And so basically when they do this wife swap, the moms are in charge. So no, they I get were that. I get the uh, premise. Yeah. So it was very bad. Um but then they also do really cool stuff like um taking fucking Confederate soldiers and uh not Confederate soldiers, Confederate supporters uh and a black family. Any black family. Um, they weren't really picky. They were just looking for one. Um, and so, you know, pretty bad show, actually. Very bad. Yes. They put a yes. lot of these people in really dangerous situations. Um, and everyone's going yes. just crazy for Wife Swap. Anyway, this has been my PSA. I don't know if you should watch it or not, because it sounds like it was actually pretty bad and pretty dangerous in retrospect. But there were camera crews there, so they couldn't really do any real murder. I don't know if anybody actually got harmed, though, because I didn't watch the show. This has been... Stevie talks about shows he hasn't watched. Ding, ding, ding. I was like, why were you bringing this up if you haven't watched it? I haven't watched it. We we can literally, (laughs) as you proved, not have a conversation about this because there could be no dialogue if... You know what? Fine. You know what? No. 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 It's my turn. Oh, hell yeah. Did you see the new Matrix trailer? No. Did you? Yes. Well, this then is that's perfect cheating. That's because, not the... Nope, this is perfect because <laughs> I saw it and you did it. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit. We're going to talk equal about if you the hadn't Matrix. seen it either and had only seen what other people were saying about it. I mean, I've seen what other people were saying about it too, but. Uh, okay, tell me about it. Okay, so there's this movie called The Matrix. It came out in like 1999 and it is a trans movies. allegory. They wouldn't admit it at the time, but it is. It is a trans allegory. Uh, did I show you The Matrix, or did you see that on your own time? I saw it on my own. I did. It was good. Because yeah, I, I realized, like you know, I should probably fucking watch this. It's a classic. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, that's really good. I love Keanu Reeves. And Keanu that's how Reeves is good. <laughs> he's, he's very good. Is he, he is also, good. is he in the new one? Well, here's the thing. He died at the end of the third one. Oh, my God. I didn't know that, because I didn't see it. I only saw the first one. Yep, spoilers, uh, he dies like Jesus. And guess what? Much like Jesus, they brought him back for the fourth. Is he back in the Matrix? He's back in the Matrix. Hey, didn't He's they take the, the Matrix out? He's the same character. I thought the whole premise of the Matrix was, was destroying the Matrix. Nope, does not destroy the Matrix at the end of the third movie. Oh. Instead, they come to a truce with the machines. But all the people are still trapped in there? They have the option of leaving. Okay, 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 Cool. So the machines are like, yeah, we know that a certain number of you are going to reject the Matrix, and we'll let them go. Cool. I would have stayed. I, I'm w- Listen, if the Matrix was, was acknowledging that it is a Matrix, and I had the option to leave, I would stay. Because the world out there was really fucked up. I saw the movie. It was not good out there. I will stay in the fake world. Thank you very much. Yeah, but in terms of the allegory, that means staying with whatever gender you were assigned at birth. For me, because it doesn't the feel Matrix, the same because for me, once I came out, things got ultimately better and like it was hard going through it. But I feel like the outside world, I don't know. I feel like for me, it felt like going the opposite way 
like going from a nasty, disgusting inner world to a much better outer world rather than the other way around. But I can see how like other trans people's experiences would feel the exact opposite. Like you're not letting me explain the allegory. Sorry. Continue. Thank you, Stevie. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I appreciate that. You letting me speak. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Stevie. It's really great to be here. Uh, let me go ahead and tell you about this little movie called The Matrix. Sorry, I forgot that I can't have opinions about this one because I haven't because I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> this is your turn to talk. You haven't even seen two of the three existing Matrix movies. You were so unqualified. <laughs> no, that's fair. I'm just I I'm just really confident. I'm really yeah, confident. You, you know what? Yeah, you are you are quite the confident person. <laughs> no, what I've been trying to say this entire time was the Matrix. And the allegory is gender. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because it completely surrounds you, and before you figure out what's going on, you don't, like, you can't say exactly how what, how it exists and what's wrong, but you know something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And you know it on a deep internal level that you cannot explain to just mm-hmm. anybody, and whenever you do, they look at you like you're kind of crazy. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's gender itself. Yes. Ooh, that's cool. Okay. The Wachowski sisters knew what they were doing. They yes, they knew exactly what <laughs> they, they were doing. doing. Yeah, one hundred percent. Do you remember the line whenever uh, Trinity tells Neo in the car that he can go ahead and, and and leave if he wants to, but you know where that road leads? Oh, do you man. remember that? Yeah, yeah. That is a reference to you can go down that road, but if you keep going like this, you know where it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Shit. Thinking you need to rewatch that movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm out, uh, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Yeah, you should maybe watch it. Um, also, watch the other two. Do, uh, do they hold up? You know what? I'm going to say yes. Okay. What What you have to accept going in is the Matrix is anime. Okay. Just Just watch it and think anime rules apply. Okay. What does that mean? Elaborate on that for me. Yeah, how anime has a certain, like, just thing about it that you just kind of recognize as, oh, that's an anime thing? Like, suspension of disbelief, almost? Like, fine, I'll let you buy with that because you're an anime? Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what you have to bring to it. Okay. Because a lot of people were looking at it from the wrong direction. They were looking at it in terms of, like, real-life action movie, and what's like, no, 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 look at them. They're they're moving faster than the speed of sound. They're dodging <laughs> bullets. They're, they're stopping bullets with their mind. This is anime. They're speedy cool, dude. So, like, maybe just let them be and let them do yeah. what they need to do. Exactly. I'm actually kind of hoping that people, because there's been so many superhero movies, mm. they'll be more willing to go along with, with, you know. Oh, 100%. The chicanery. Yeah. There's, I feel like there's, like, an inherent amount of, like, camp, almost, uh, like, to all superhero movies, whether they're trying to be campy or not, they're gonna be a little bit goofy if you look too hard at them. Pretty much, I, it's dudes. It, it's 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 people with powers. It's people with powers. That's fun. That's you know fun. what most anime is? People with powers. Exactly. Except they're just drawn. Have you seen the Animatrix? No. The Animatrix <laughs> is actually. A series of small vignettes that take place within the Matrix itself. It was also co-written by the Wachowskis. This is delightful. Uh, you should come over and watch it sometime. I own it. I would love that. So, yes. Uh, the Matrix. Uh, 
official stance of the podcast, I'm pretty sure, is uh, we like it. It's yeah. good. Pro pro Matrix podcast. I don't know if that's a controversial take, but... It is. A lot of people hated the second and third movies. Oh, oh, okay. We're talking about the trilogy as a whole and not just the first one. Okay, gotcha. We're talking about everything Matrix made. Gotcha. I would okay. talk about I would talk about the Matrix online if I could, but I never played the game because I never got it to play right on my computer at the time. Rip. It was a game. There was a game, and you know what? It tied into the whole plot, just like the Animatrix ties into the plot as well. The whole thing was one plot. The fact that they managed to do that successfully and didn't like fuck up its own continuity is very impressive to me. I'm I, that's very cool. They managed to, like cohesively make one universe. And through multimedia. And through multimedia. It's true. FNAF could never. Fuck Scott Cawthon. FNAF? Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, one second. Go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wanna come give me, a smoo- a, give me a smooch? Hi, Andrea. I can barely hear you. Have a, have a good day. <laughs> well, she was saying that she couldn't hear you either. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah. So now that we've talked about the other matrixes that existed and all the other previous incarnations, the new trailer. New trailer. Okay. So I saw the new trailer, and the new trailer is good. Mm-hmm. In fact, I am willing, actually, to edit this out, but um, is there a way I can play video for you? Um, yeah, you can do screen share. You see right next to the video button as I share your screen. One second. I can also just look it up myself, to be fair, but if you want to watch it together in real time, that's how you do it. So at the end there, was that supposed to be his therapist, or was that someone from the first movie I'm forgetting? Mm, That's someone new. I don't know who that is. Okay, because it looked like it was the same framing as the therapist, but it was a different therapist. So I feel like that's going to be something later, but we'll have to see. (gasps) That looks so cool. Yeah, it comes out Christmas. That's so thrilling. That's so exciting. I I can definitely tell. What? It's going to be on HBO Max. I'm glad I have it now. Thanks, (laughs) y'all. Glad I have it now. (laughs) Ah, damn it. I got to edit that out. This is live. Oh, oh, that I use your HBO thing? Damn it. Now I have to edit that out, too. No, because I have... I also have my own... Well, I'm glad I have HBO, and I'm very excited that I'll be able to watch it, too. Actually, you know what? No, I just realized uh, we added you as a profile, so technically it's fine. It's legal. <laughs> so I'll have to... I'll just have to... I'll leave all this in. So, because... <laughs> your family. What, 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 what's HBO going to do? Call the cops? Fuck you. So. Look, I don't want them to take away my HBO before this movie comes out. I'm very excited. But then I'll add you to mine, because I have one because of school. That's fair. There, some account I have also gives me HBO. Don't even worry about it. Um, it looks really good. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Um, I can tell how testosterone has changed my brain, because the action stuff was happening, and I was like, oh, wow, wow, ooh, lights and colors, wow. And like beforehand, I would have been like, Get to the plot. Make out with her. And so, like, I, 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 like, distinctly notice really enjoying action movies. I was fucking crazy for Independence Day when you showed me that movie. I could not stop thinking about it for the next that's, two days. That's because it's a good movie. 
Yeah, that might be it. I just generally seem to enjoy action movies more now, which is fun. Um, but also, very good movie. Very good movie. Extremely I was gonna, I was gonna say, you might not enjoy all action movies. Like, the real test of that is to watch a horrible action movie. Just oh, a real, a real stinker. And then see <laughs> if you still enjoy it. That's a good point. Do you have any recommendations? You know what? Uh, unfortunately, no, because I only Ew. watch good movies. But... <laughs> You've never accidentally watched a bad movie. It's just every movie you've ever watched is good. Actually, that's a horrible lie. I actually enjoy <laughs> bad movies a lot. In fact, I own Jupiter Rising, which is another movie by the Wachowskis that mm-hmm. was genuinely bad. Like I tried with that one. I oh, no, I man. did. I did the same. Anime rules apply. I tried mm-hmm. with it. I even had the director's cut. It just you wanted to understand. You were in it. <laughs> I wanted to like this movie. Oh, man. And I just couldn't do it. Sad. A sad day. But it had, it had pacing issues, really. I, that was my oh. main issue with it. Yeah. You know what I'm really excited for? What are you really excited for? Dune in October. I am excited for that as well. I barely... It'll also be on HBO. Great. Great. When I watch the trailer, I'm like, this is so goddamn incoherent. I have no idea what's going to happen in this movie. I know Zendaya's in it, and that's exciting. And so is Timothy Shalomaloo. So this is going to be great. I have no idea what the plot is, though. You know what you should do? What? To, to figure out the plot? Mm-hmm. You should watch the 1983 Dune movie. Oh, the bad one? The, so, the so-called bad it's one? It's not bad. It's oh. good. And oh. it has Patrick Stewart in it. I did see that. I watched watch Mojo's re- top ten reasons everyone hated that version of Dune because um, I was trying to get like a good read on it. I was trying to get an idea of it, but like when you look up Dune on YouTube, it's just everyone bashing the first one. So <laughs> because it's popular to bash movies and talk about how bad they are and True. come up with reasons for a movie to be bad because it gets more clicks, it gets more engagement, True. and that's what sells. That's why there's so many accounts on YouTube who mm-hmm. just. That's why Cinema Sins exist, despite yeah. the fact that he intentionally talks about what he blah 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 plot holes that aren't plot holes they're actually part of the plot if you pay attention yeah or allegory or symbolism or just like you know basic textual understanding of a piece purposefully obtuse and i really can't watch it anymore it's just annoying you know i'm like yeah you i know you're smarter than this we all know you're smarter than this and you're just you're also rage baiting people because if you intentionally get stuff wrong in your script people will comment and boost your engagement and that's just annoying like at that point it's just like i don't want to engage with it you know um the the main crime it seemed that Watch Mojo had was that it just couldn't condense the whole story very well because the book Nothing was fucking can. massive. Great. Okay, isn't this going to be a trilogy? I don't know if this is going to be a trilogy, but nothing can condense that whole story I'm because it literally covers it. tens of thousands of years. God damn, that's a big story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. No, you're not going to be able to condense the whole thing. And that's actually, again, that's a stupid reason to be mad at the movie. Because the movie said, we're going to do this part of the Dune story. Yeah. And it does. It's extremely good. It is a classic. The special effects, while they are dated, still look good. Mm. Like, yeah, you could tell the special effects and in what ways they're special effects. But they still look good for what they are. Especially we consider... 1983 is when this came out. Yeah. It has the singer Sting in it. Love that. So you got a young Sting. You got a young Patrick Stewart. The music was by the rock band Toto. That's thrilling. That's so goddamn weird. I love it. 
Uh-huh. And you know what? The soundtrack is a banger. Good. Like, it's there a was... legit... It's a legitimately good soundtrack. Is the main guy the bitch from Twin Peaks, the detective? Yes. Okay, good. I, I was like, either I'm dumb or he looks exactly like him. Although in the thumbnail, I thought it was Matthew Broderick. And I was like, this is definitely not Matthew Broderick. No, no, no. It's Kyle McLaughlin. Okay. I love him. Yeah. I really like him. He's on TikTok, just milking the whole Twin Peaks thing. But he's a real sweetheart, so I can't even fault him for it. it right? If I was in something as iconic as Twin Peaks, I probably would, too. Oh, I totally would. If I, if, Yeah. Yeah. All day, every day. Every awesome. day. Every day. I don't know what you're quoting. I'm not. I'm just chanting every day over and over like a Luddite. Boo. Vapid content. Boo. <laughs> I try to bring some energy and some levity to this podcast. And here you are being hostile to me now that we're further. We're, we're like half an hour in. And now you've decided it's your turn to be hostile. I don't know. You know what, Stevie? We're switching off. We're switching. Turns I don't, I don't appreciate this energy you're bringing. You complained about my energy in this podcast every fucking weekend. You know, it's starting to feel like you'd rather have a podcast with your dogs and not with a boy who will talk back to you. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I did think about a podcast with the dogs, but the problem is they're not very good conversationalists. They're just little guys, and I feel like one of them's going to shit on the floor, and then the rest of the podcast is just you going to be, like, being mad, because Dita was excluded from the conversation. It was like an interview between you and Maude, and Dita was like, hey, fuck off, I'm right here. Did take a shit in the corner. You step on it when you go to take a pee break, and now the whole podcast is just you yelling at Dita for shitting on the floor. I mean, that would never make it to air, but no, you're probably right. (laughs) It's just one long blooper reel of an episode. And no one would know if it exists. <laughs> Cursed secret podcast. I can't believe our conversation about Dune started with us talking about Wife Swap and you being mad that I didn't know about Wife Swap when I talked about it. <laughs> well, technically, it also had. Like, I also talked about The Matrix in there. Yeah, also that, but it started with Wife Swap. Didn't you show me. Oh, what was it called? Uh, what was it? Todorovsky's Dune? Is that how it's pronounced? Yes, Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky. I always say Todorovsky, and I don't know why. Um, that movie was really good, but I was I was really zooted and out of it and uh, sleepy. And but from what I did perceive, it was really good. So I really want to rewatch it with a little more presence of mind, just so I can absorb more of it. But no, if I fair. remember correctly, it seemed like so much of it. It was like okay, that version of Dune got trapped in development hell, right? And then Jodorowsky was uh, upset that it never got made because they ran out of money and it was supposed to be the biggest, coolest version of Dune ever. But the thing is, I feel like you can say that about any failed adaptation. You can say, this would have been the greatest movie ever if you're batshit enough to just insist that it would have been cool to enough people that will listen to you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it just felt like him promising how cool it was going to be with nothing to back it up. But Okay, the part that you're forgetting is he had the entire Bible for the movie already made. He had it shot by shot, scene by scene, along with all the concept art, all the everything. Like, he literally did all the pre-production and then stopped before they, they like, couldn't do it. They ran out of money before they were able to really start filming. I forgot that they had the whole like Dune Bible. That thing looked really cool. Do they sell like copies of that or anything, or is it just like an exclusive? Like he's just got the thing because I feel it's, like that would sell really well as like merch. It's an exclusive. He's got the thing. And Good also, for him. they cannibalized parts of it to put into other movies like Alien. Oh, and also. Uh, in the Dune, the 1983 Dune movie, you can actually see some of Jodorowsky's ideas. 
Wait, so when was Jodorowsky going to do that? What year was that? In the 70s. Oh, God. That was way older than I thought it was. I don't know when I thought it came out, but or was going to come out, rather. Huh. Well, I'm sad that I'm sad that knockoff Matthew Broderick, who is actually the detective from Twin Peaks, had to be in that version instead. I it's a good version. Call, I should not call Kyle MacLachlan knockoff Matthew Broderick. That's going to go really poorly for me. It is, because who the fuck is Matthew Broderick now? What's he done recently? So he was actually in the only version of The Music Man I was able to watch on YouTube when I was 12 years old. The newer version of The Music Man starring Matthew Broderick and Kristen Chenoweth was on YouTube, whereas the original one, which I actually wanted to watch, was not available. So when I started The Music Man in 2012, that was the only version I could watch. And so that was the only thing I knew him from. And he was also Ferris Bueller. And I don't know what he's done recently. In 1999, he was in a horrible Godzilla movie where they had Puff Daddy do the soundtrack. He's now currently known as P. Diddy. But Puff Diddy did the soundtrack where basically he just rapped over Led Zeppelin's Cashmere. God, that's so good. I want to watch that so bad now. It's a terrible movie. I know. That sounds like you just made that whole thing up. But I believe you. It was the 90s. So I believe you. That is that shit. What? It was produced by Dean Devlin, who also produced Independence Day. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Whose idea was this? Whose idea was this? A lot of cocaine. Uh, that sounds like a lot of cocaine. Good God. It's a bad movie. It has tons of plot holes. None of it actually holds up. I love that. I don't um, know if I've ever actually seen any Godzilla movies. I think you made me watch one, though. Did I, yeah, I was going to say, didn't I show you the 2014 Godzilla movie, which is high art? It was a good one. You did make me watch a good Godzilla movie. I'm going to be real with you. I don't remember it at all. I have a hard time retaining movies. Oh, no. We're going to have to watch it again because it's really good. (laughs) Damn it. I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) But honestly, I will probably enjoy the Big big Lizard movie even more now. I'm going to fucking love the Big Lizard movie. Well, I was going to say what you ought to do is watch the original Godzilla movie, which I'm going to warn you. Has pacing issues. It was produced in the 1950s okay. in Japan, but it's really good. Okay. Like for an old movie, it's good stuff. When did it come out? What year? Uh, like 1955, I want to say. Is that the one with the fucking claymation, the little guy? Nope. It's a guy in a giant rubber suit. That's thrilling. That's even better. God, that sounds so good. It's like Thought Slime says, just big wet puppets. Uh, 1954. Is when it came out. That's great. Hold on. I want to look up a still from it just because I really want to get a good look at this. Wow. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Wow. That's a guy? That's a guy in there? (laughs) That's a guy in there. Where does his head go? Where I'm looking at this trying to figure out how structurally unsound that has to be to actually be in it. I guess he's just got a lot of material around his legs. And then his head is in the... Probably the chest. Godzilla's head. Oh, wait. Does the head not move or anything? Or is it like a robotic head kind of deal? It's a puppet. It's a robotic head kind of deal. Oh. That is a big boy. He looks so silly. I love him. Isn't Godzilla a metaphor for the atomic bomb or something? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. They modeled his skin to look like the burn victims. Whoo! That is... Ooh. That's effective. So if you look at it as an allegory for atomic power and the atomic bomb, whenever you watch it, really good movie. That's why it got the 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. That makes sense. Yeah. I remember seeing, ooh, a while back. It was, it was, 
like late 2010s, I think it was like 2017, 2018 that this post was going around Tumblr, but it's basically saying like comparing like American media about like what radiation and atomic whatever can do and it produces superheroes and then in Japan it produces monsters then they're like wow I wonder if there was any fucking specific event that could produce those two different cultural mindsets and that blew my fucking mind I was like 17 I was like wow shit the traumas of the past affect media and culture yeah no shit dude you're 17 you should have figured this out by now no you shouldn't have you were 17 you were a kid I was close to an adult. I don't know. I feel like I should have had more presence of mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. When you're that, no, no. Uh, trust me on this one. Uh, you're going to look back at everything you've ever done with shame and regret and thinking of how dumb you were. That's true. Anytime before, from like 16 and earlier, I tend to cut myself slack because I'm like, you were just a little guy and you were doing the best with the information. You were doing the best you could with the information you had, you know? But around 17, I'm like, you're on the verge of being able to vote. Can you grow up a little? Like, I stopped cutting myself so much slack once I hit 17, which is maybe not not nice, because I was, like, a senior in high school. Like, I still didn't know a lot of shit. Also, sorry to any seniors in high school out there. Um, you're close to knowing everything, I promise, but you don't know it all just yet. Uh, speaking as someone who's quite a bit older to all the seniors in high school, don't worry. Again, you'll look back on all the things you thought and did around this time and probably see them with shame and regret. Don't tell them that or else they're going to get really, really worried about it. I spent enough of my... Listen, as two people with social anxiety, as person to person with social anxiety, you know as well as I do what it's like being stuck up at night thinking about everything you've ever done in your past and feeling crippling anxiety and shame about it. Which is why at some point... I was like, I did the best I could, and I have got to let some of this go. Um, so I you're coming at it from a healthy with- angle. Yes, Whereas I am. I, I am not, which is why I am in therapy. Great. Yeah, I was about to say, I did get in therapy a bit earlier than you did. <laughs> you did. I did. Speaking of, I have to call my therapist back, because turns out the random phone number that's been calling me for the past month was actually the therapist trying to get back in touch with me, but because I have that social anxiety, I don't answer phone numbers from people I don't oh. know. So I, re- I was like, wow, I can't believe I can't believe unnamed therapist's office abandoned me. They didn't. I'm just dumb, so I am going to no, call them back on Monday. No, you're socially anxious. There's a difference. That Speaking of true. phone calls, uh, Planned Parenthood never gave me a call back today, and I've got to reschedule my appointment. Oh, weird. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. So i got to call them first thing Monday and all that. So, you know, my social anxiety is flaring up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you're a regular. You're a regular there now. They know you. This is This is true. This is true. Um, the last couple weeks, my tea shot has been much more successful. I guess this is this week in trans. I guess as far as our HRT journeys are going. This week in transit. I guess. Um, my tea shot did not suck so bad these last couple weeks, which is really good because, oh, oh my God, good God. For like a month there, I was dreading it and it was very bad. It's gotten better. Good. Um, I was, I, I was, it will do it in one poke and I was really proud of myself. Um, because I definitely just takes that. practice. Yeah, the thing is, like, even like when I first started doing it, I was like, "Oh, easy, one and done." And then somewhere in the middle, it got really hard again, and now it's back to being good. So I don't know what the fuck that means, but I guess I'm good. I don't know. So I'm glad for that that it was that it was easier these these past couple times. Um, 
So there's that. Um, also, I keep every time I, I re-listen, or sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this like a human being. Um, every time the seventh of each month passes, I do my little uh, voice update for testosterone, and then every okay. time I like rewatch the video like five fucking times because it's so it, it's batshit. I'm like, wow, I sounded like a shrimpy little guy in the beginning because. Yeah, you had a you had a girl voice. You had you had a grown woman voice. There's a reason, my guy. Um, and I'm like, wow, how embarrassing. I'm like, you didn't have any boy juice in you. What did you think was gonna happen? Anyway, very affirming, especially since sometimes I still feel like I have a femi voice, which I don't. That's a silly thing to say. That I and I know it's just like dysphoria and insecurity talking. I don't have a I don't have a femi voice. Like I was on, I was on TikTok Live the other day while I did homework, just so I wouldn't be able to be on my phone. Because if it's up there and we're just studying together, I can't use it. Um, And I wasn't really looking at the chat, but the one time I was like half an hour in, I looked at the chat and I just saw that somebody had gone, "Are you a are you a boy or a girl?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, I have made it," and it was really thrilling. I'm glad for you. Glad you got that little bit of euphoria. It was fun. And at the same time, I was like, leave me alone. Just read my bio and shut the fuck up. But if they just, like, scrolled across it randomly, it was probably a little confusing. But also, yeah. just, ch- just check. I don't know. It's easier to check. But uh, youngsters and transphobes don't think of that. So They and are honestly, obtuse. They, they were more likely a youngster. So they'll learn, hopefully. They'll learn. Yeah, I guess that was uh, This Week in Transit, a segment which we've never gotten the title correct in. Uh, yeah, that's true. Usually you introduce it, so I'm not going to take accountability for that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, you are killing me here, Stevie. I'm trying to think if there are any segments that we've like been missing. We I could look the... up. So- I could look up something to read real fast. There's that. We talked about some media. We talked about. We covered a lot of ground at this episode. Actually, we did. It's great. We did. Oh, generational bridge. I feel like us talking about the, like the media and stuff is kind of a generational bridge. Yeah. What are the kiddos like? Uh, what are, uh, that was mean. I wrote the 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 document. What are the kids like? What are the oldies like? I feel bad about that now. Um, you that's should. Mean. That's mean. It's incredibly mean. I'd like to apologize for that. <laughs> Sorry. Especially since I'm out here introducing you to like good movies that are like from before you were born. No, it's true. Oh goodness! I can't. I can't think of a subject to look up for an article to read on because I we just keep finding all these articles that are just like super depressing, like misogynist whatever is from like the twentieth century. Yeah, it's just always really misogynistic. Um, I'm. Let me see. Did you ever take? Okay, this might be something that my generation did. Um, whenever we were closeted, apparently this was a really common experience. Like looking up the like how to know if I'm gay quiz quizzes or like are you gay quizzes that kind of thing. I never okay. did because my internet use was very monitored, so I never did that. Um, but apparently that was like really really common for queer people my age. Um, did you ever have any equivalent? No. Great. Actually, yes. Oh. Looking up quizzes online. That's Just, been around a really long time. Oh well. Like since like the early aughts. Like so, like since internet came, like was invented, everyone liked everyone liked a good quiz. Everyone liked a good poll. Yeah, I love that. And the problem with them is you always put in the answer for what you put in the answers for whatever you think you want to get. 
Oh, that's true. I remember retaking the um the the sorting hat quiz so many times for um unnamed magic franchise um run by a turf. So, yeah, I never liked the answer I got cuz I was like this is fu- this is the fucking Weenie Hut Junior house. Everyone everyone hates Hootie Snoot. Um Oh, you were Hootie Snoot. Yeah, I was I was a Hootie Snoot and I always wanted to be a Snap Crackle Pop, but alas, I was not a racist nor a hard ass. So I never was. So, Snap Crackle Pop, Slytherin. Oh, the baddies. You wanted to be the baddies. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz whenever I also took a quiz to figure it out just for the hell of it for unnamed franchise run by a turf way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the answer I got was uh did you get rattlesnake? I got Schmaven Law. Rattlesnake. Okay. I figured I figured that would be what you got. <laughs> you couldn't even come up with something something that had like the same first letter. You could try to come with the fucking rhyme. Call it rattlesnake. God. <laughs> Look, I'm not even I, gonna be over here doing like cockney rhyming slang or whatever it is you're doing to come up with different <laughs> names for it. Oh, what yeah. I, call, I took the Apple oh, Compares. I called it Hootie Snoot. My bad. <laughs> I couldn't remember what I called the first one. <laughs> okay, it's Hootie Snoot, Snap, Crackle, Pop, Rattlesnake. Oh, what's the last one? Geezers and Toads. That's that's three words. Geezers and Toads. It doesn't rhyme, and I never said that these would rhyme. It's just the same first letter. And then I just kind of tack whatever I want onto the end. So really, it's it's a secret code that makes sense only to you. Yes, it's just I get to say what I want. Which kind of defeats the purpose of a secret code, which is meant to communicate things to certain people. No, because the first letter is the same. And if you have an ounce of sense and half a brain, you can decipher which one is which because it has the same first letter. Here's the hostility again. (laughs) Holy crap. If someone said... You're drinking uh, Red Bull over there? No, it's Kratom. Don't even worry about it. So if someone said... Here is the magical, the unnamed magical franchise run by a turf, and there are four houses in it. And then they listed off those four houses: Snap, Crackle, Pop, Geezers and Toads, Rattlesnake, and Hootie Toot, Hootie Snoot. You would have guessed based on the first letters of all of those. You no. would have figured. Anyway, no. all the cool kids wanted to be Geezers and Toads, and I wanted to be Snap, Crackle, Pop. Um, unfortunately, I was Hootie Snoot, although my friends did say I was a rattlesnake, but I didn't believe that I was um, intelligent enough at the time, but that's the self-esteem issues. So it doesn't surprise me that you are a rattlesnake. No, that's fair. Uh, I, could, I could not find anything I wanted to read. Uh, that's okay. That's understandable. Because yeah. my first thought was like, oh my god, the little quizzes. I think that would be fun to take the little quizzes. Um. Yeah, maybe we could do that next time. Do you know that website, Uquiz? Uh, vaguely. Uquiz is very popular with the Tumblr teens right now because it is very unhinged. It's really good and hyper specific. Like the the first one that was recommended on the site is go on a date with Garfield and I will tell you how you'll die. Like that is that is the title of the quiz. That's and a good quiz. I, and I want to take it so bad. Everything on you quiz is like that. It is hyper specific and I fucking love it. And that's on the trending page alone. Um I think we should either do that now or next week cuz I am going to screenshot that and save it for later. Let's God, do it now. So good. Yeah? Okay. Go on a date with Garfield. I will tell you how you die. Um, We'll do you first. Enter your name, Micah. Start quiz. Okay. Hey, Micah. uh, Do you want to go to dinner tonight or something? The orange cat asks. He has been your crush for months, and you cannot believe your ears. What do you say? A, say nothing. 
B. Finally, big boy, I was waiting for you to ask. C. Only if you're paying. D. No. E. Oh my god, yes. F. K. Or G. It's Monday, Garfield. Are you sure? I'm gonna go with only if you're paying. That's completely valid. Also, I really got confused with the letters halfway through that, so I am gonna do numbers instead, because my brain is very small. Okay. Okay. What will you wear? One, a red short dress to show off my features. I also wear nice jewelry. I want to look best for my boy. Two, I dress my best. I wear a nice shirt, slacks, and my favorite shoes. I wear orange earrings because they would match Garfield's fur. Uh, Three, basketball shorts and a blue hoodie. Four, a Garfield shirt. Five, purple shirt, black pants, and fancy shoes. Six, nothing. Seven, oversized shirt that says pussy magnet, short shorts that go up to my ass, camo boots, a necklace that says big sandwich. I'm going to go with number five. Um, what was that? Nothing? Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, purple shirt, black pants, fancy shoes. Yes, that one. Okay. The... The idea of wearing, to a date with your crush, a shirt with your crush's face on it is fucking terrifying. It's a bit deranged, yeah. Mm-hmm. Garfield picks you up. Where are you going? One, the good Dave and Buster's in town. Two, nowhere. I don't want to go. Three, Dave and Buster's, but the bad one in town. Four, a nice Italian place downtown. I know that Garf loves lasagna. I want what's best for him. Five, a gay club. Six, stop and shop. Seven, his house. Let's go to the gay club. Great. I would probably go to the good Dave and Buster's. Um, you arrive and sit down at a table. Garfield stares at you longingly. You find it quite odd. Garfield is not usually a compassionate cat. He's usually a sarcastic boy, but he seems serious this time. He blinks. What's up with you? Why are you looking at me like that? He asks, not realizing you are both longingly looking at each other. One... I noticed your longing glance, and I thought I'd return the favor. I love your beautiful fur and the way that you look at me. Usually, you are sarcastic, but today, I can see the love in your eyes. Two. I was just looking at your sick-ass eyes, Garf. Three. Oh, sorry, I just got lost in the thought of you and I. Four. Say nothing and continue to stare at him. Five. You were looking at me first, silly. Six. Is just an emoticon. It's the colon P face, so he's sticking the tongue out. Um, and seven. I'm not looking at you at all. I'm looking at the space behind you. Uh, let's go with the one that was, uh, you were looking at me longingly first. Yeah, you were looking at me first, silly. Okay. Yeah. It's time to order. What do you order? One, I refuse to eat in front of Garfield. <laughs> Two, greasy pizza. Three, I order the lasagna. It's a share size, but I have a feeling Garfield will eat most of it. That's okay, because I love him so much, I am okay. Just seeing him happy is good enough for me. Four, grilled cheese. Five, the whole menu. Six, Mountain Dew and an extra-large cheeseburger. Seven, chicken with an avocado stuffing and a side of Spanish rice. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I kind of zoned out there for a second, but uh, I'm going to go with the cheeseburger. (laughs) Okay, I actually guessed that you would do Mountain Dew and a cheeseburger. After you finish your food, you decide to go dancing. This is perfect since you're at the gay club. Um, If you're at a location that doesn't normally play music, too bad it does now. What song is playing? I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Two, I hate all these songs, so none. Three, All Star by Smash Mouth. Four, Boyfriend by Big Time Rush. Five, Fire Burning by Sean Kingston. Six, Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Or seven, Earned It by The Weeknd. I mean, obviously six. Yeah, duh. Fucking, I figured. If you weren't going to do Fat Bottom Girls by Queen, you're an idiot. Um, What activity will you do next? The night is still young, and there is so much left to do. One, 
Ding dong ditch time. Two, let's keep dancing. Three, go home. Four, we go back to the car. I want to have some private time with Garfield so I can tell him how I really feel. We have a heart-to-heart about our feelings. Five, I suggest we go home. Winky face. Six, we go midnight skating. Seven, play some games, whether board games or arcade. I just want to play a game with my man. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go with number five. You're going to fuck Garfield? Let's go fuck Garfield. Mike is going to fuck Garfield. After your next activity, Garfield brings you to his house. He smiles. So, John and Odie aren't home. We have the house to ourselves. Do you want to take this to the next level? How do you respond? This is going really well for you. This is exactly what you wanted. One, I went home. This does not apply to me. Two, let's go. I beat you last time. I can beat you again. You are unaware of what Garfield is suggesting. Three, Garfield... It would never work that way. I love you, but I know we cannot have sex. It would never work out that way. I would love to be with you, but I never want to disrespect you to do that to you. You kiss his kitty forehead. Four. I would like to shake it for you, but not much farther than that. I'm not that easy. Five. Does this count as bestiality? You're sentient. Speak English. And that I can understand. And you can consent. But you're still like a cat. Six. With all due respect, Garfield, you are a cat. Seven. I thought you would never ask. Wink. You know what? I'm going to go with number five. Hold on. Which one was that? One, two, three, four, five. Does this count as bestiality? Because <laughs> let's face it. He can consent, but he is a cat. He's a cat. Um, what's your future with Garfield? One. You end up just staying good bros. Two, friends with benefits. Three, I'm not sure, honestly. It gets awkward after our date. Four, we go on many more dates, but end deciding we're too good for each other. Five, we end up becoming enemies with a weird amount of tension. Six, we fall deeply in love. We get married, adopt a few cats, and have children and children together. We never have sex, but we are life partners. I am with him until he passes away. Or, I end up leaving him for John. Gotta go with number five. That was, uh, we end up becoming enemies with a weird amount of tension. (laughs) Yep, that'd be it. Not related to your date, but what is your opinion of John? One, I want him. Two, fuck that guy. Three, he's misunderstood. I think he's trying his best, but he's always shown in a bad light. Are those my only options? Yeah, either you want him, or you hate him, or you think he's misunderstood. Ambivalence is not an option here. Okay, I'll, I'll go with number three. He's misunderstood. Um, do you think Garfield counts as bestiality? God will judge you based off how you answer this. Also, thank you for taking my cursed quiz. This is uh, an optional type in your answer question. Uh, you seem to think it does. I mean, yes, he's a cat. End of the okay, day. I'm typing. Yeah, it does. He is a cat. Okay, let's see how you die. Oh my God. You get killed by the purple guy from Five Nights at Freddy's. Your result was stuffed into a suit at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Purple guy got you. You'll live on forever in the hearts of many children. But hey, at least you can eat as much pizza as you want now. (laughs) Okay. I I can't believe I referenced FNAF earlier, and now we've come full circle. We have come full circle. Real quick, have you heard of uh, Eldritch Garfield? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have. I have watched so many fucking commentary videos on this topic. The whole time we're doing that quiz, that's all I could think of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, 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 listeners, please go watch something about Eldritch Garfield. It is exactly as horrifying and wonderful as it sounds. I'm begging you to go learn a little about about our good lord and savior, Eldritch Garfield. It is terrifying. We need to come up with a name for this segment because I really like this segment. We take a quiz? That's a, We need to find like a fun, peppy name for this segment. 
queers taking quizzes. We quiz will take takers. Quiz. quiz takers. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> it sounds so needlessly intense. <laughs> I'm going to give a chunky guitar riff behind it, I think. I was so hoping that would be it. Like, you're introducing, like, a wrestler or something. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I do have my guitars now tuned to drop C, which is the tuning you need for death metal. So This is thrilling. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do something with that. Well, we do already have a death metal drop for breakfast update, so... Well, no, no, it won't be death metal, but it'll, it's, okay. it's in the same tuning as, like, the big, low, chunky... Okay, this yeah. will be perfect. Quiz takers. It's like Ghostbusters. We, we said it, We said it with the same, like, it has the same number of syllables, and we said it with the same, like, rhythm. Ghostbusters. Quiz, quiz takers. Entertain me! No, Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters. I actually think that would also be really fun if we did quiz taker. I also think that'd be fun. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'll fi- I'll figure out one or the other or both. Who knows? That'd maybe be fun. I'll j- maybe I'll just put in a whole bunch of uh, air horns. Don't get it twisted because we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted because we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. You got it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. I like this. You get to, sometimes you get to read an article, sometimes I make you take a quiz. What's the, oh, what, what was our title for the, the listicle one? The listicle one? Yeah, where you read a list slash article, and we discuss it. I feel like we didn't have a title, dro- I just put a drop in. Okay, I thought we came up with a drop or, like, a title for it last time. Viewers, please tweet at us with ideas for that segment. Because, like, we should... I, I feel like coming up with a title for that one is necessary if it's going to be a staple. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, we can definitely do that. And uh, on that note, I think we've kind of hit the end of the episode. I would agree. So, Stevie, where can people find you? You can find me over at stevieb.com. That's stevieb.com. And all of my socials are there, as well as, uh, I guess, like, fucking everything I do. I'm on Twitch, and I'm on TikTok, so I highly recommend you go check out my stuff over there. I'm also on Cameo. If for some reason you want to put words in my mouth like a silly little puppet boy. Micah, where can the people find you? Oh, thank you. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> You can find me over on Twitter at mxmaxwellmusic. You can also go listen to my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. We also have a Patreon that you can subscribe to for a mere $3 per month, where you will get one bonus episode on the off weeks that we don't do these episodes. So instead of an episode every other week, like the people who do the free, you know, listening right now, you can have an episode every week. Every single week, you get all the goods. Also, we have a Twitter account, gender underscore swap underscore pod. One that we rarely use, to be honest. I don't really use it a whole lot. I know I keep advertising it. I feel like I should, but I I really could do to advertise more on it. If we do start actually doing clips for me to advertise on TikTok, I'll start posting them on Twitter as well, if that helps. Couldn't hurt. Yeah, I don't think it could hurt. Yeah. So, uh... On that note, bye. Bye.